Hey, this is Scott Hamilton uh, with Lehan News. We're here today with another 10 Minutes About, and our 10 Minutes About today is uh, about the announcement that Airbus has launched an A350 freighter program and what the impact on that would be for Boeing, which of course uh, has uh, dominated freighters since the start of the jet age. With me today is Bjorn Firm of, of Lehan News. So with that, the clock is now ticking. Bjorn, uh, this week, uh, Airbus finally announced uh, what was probably one of the most open secrets in recent times, that it was going to go forward with an A350 freighter. As we have written in the past, uh, on April 6, 2021, uh, we had a very extensive article on Leham News that uh, had some detail about the freighter. Take a moment and describe what Airbus actually announced. Okay. So... If you want to do a freighter, that's for a rather uh, small market. So, you know, you, you can't just start from scratch and develop a freighter. What you do actually is you, you actually put together a freighter from stuff that you already have. And you can't just take a passenger in the case of a, uh, Airbus A350 and, and just open it up uh, with a big hatch to have it as a freighter because it's not suited for that. So I can... In a couple of words, I can say why, because a freighter is actually having more weight per volume than a passenger aircraft. So you, you, you start off by looking for, do I have in my toolbox stuff which is strong and, and perhaps it's a little bit too big, you know, too much volume, like the Dash 1000, A350-1000, it can go up to, th to 319 tons takeoff weight. And then uh, you take that toolbox and then you say, okay, so now I got the basics. So how much weight can I get in there? But when you look at it, it's actually too much volume. So you have to cut down the volume. Otherwise, you're flying around a lot of empty volumes around the world, and that's not very efficient. So that's the way you do it. Well, we, we know that uh, the A350 freighter is going to be based on an airplane that is smaller than the A350-1000 and larger than the A350-900. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, it, it uh, is kind of an interesting thing because that's also what Boeing was planning to do with the 777X freighter. It would be larger than the 777-8 and smaller than the 777-9. Explain why that is. Yeah, what, what, what they do and, what, I mean, what Boeing, of course, is an expert on since, I mean, they've been in the freighter market for 50 years or more. Uh, they talk to the cargo companies and cargo companies has excellent statistics on how much weight do they have per average over a year or so and also going forward weight per volume so you know how many pounds per cubic foot or how many kilos per cubic meter and that statistics is of course shared with the with the manufacturers so airbus got that i mean they've been talking to the freighter market more than 5 years to think about this A350 in, in my view. And uh, I think you agree with that. And so they knew pretty much what is the ratio between weight and volume they need to hit. And that is then, so what they do is they go in and they first look at the weight. So what, what stuff do we have in the, in the drawer that actually can take this weight? And they take it as much weight as they can. And then they say, okay, but we have too much volume if we take a Dash 1000 as it is. So then you say, then you just took, take out the hacksaw and you cut it off by shedding frames from the airframe, air from, from the fuselage, 
and cut it off until you have the right relationship between the, the payload that you can take and the volume. Now, uh, when did Airbus uh, target entry into service? 25. So that's an interesting date. Uh, in uh, 2027, under new ICAO standards, and ICAO is an international uh, airline organization, uh, emission standards will uh, mean that the Boeing 767 freighter and the Boeing 777 freighter will no longer be able to be produced from 2028. And Boeing at the moment does not have a freighter that complies with new emission standards. So that's why Boeing CEO David Calhoun has been saying in, with increasing frequency that he really thinks that the 777X freighter program may be the next one to be launched. He's confident that it will be launched and, and so on. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, question is, when will Boeing launch it and how soon would it be available after launch? We know the 777X program has been delayed for four years. The entry into service is now targeted for late 2023. And typically there's about two years between uh, the introduction of one model to the next model. So how long do you think it would take for Boeing to have a competing EIS of 2025 or at the outside 2026? When would they have to launch the freighter program? So, so I think that uh, Boeing would do exactly the same thing as, as Airbus. They know what ratio they want between volume and weight. So they actually go in and take the nine, not the eight. And then they say, okay, so we got the maximum weight we can get in here. So, you know, maximum amount of, of uh, tons of payload or, or pounds of payload. And then they basically cut the nine fuselage down until they have the right ratio, which is uh, uh, somewhere around 150 to 170 kilo per cubic meter, somewhere around there. It, it's all the statistics that they get from the cargo companies, what they want. I mean, if the cargo company is flying a lot of light goods, like you know computers, that's one thing. And if they fly a lot of fish, fresh fish, which is one of the uh, air freight uh, payloads, then that's much heavier. But they want to know what they want to hit. I would think, they get the nine into the market in 23, say early 24. They did at least two to three, perhaps four years after that. So they most likely could hit 27 when they have to stop the production of the six, uh, six seven and the triple seven X, sorry, triple seven F. And they could have a new freighter by then. What's, <clears throat> what's interesting, of course, is that both the A350, uh, nine and a half, if you wanted to call it that, yeah, <laughs> and and the triple seven eight and a half are going to be much larger than the seven six seven market that uh, is really one of the mainstays of Boeing's uh, freighter market right now. Now, yesterday uh, I got a, a very interesting call that I have not had to check uh, time to check out, but <clears throat> what was suggested to me is that uh, Boeing is studying the idea of how they could extend the production of the 767 beyond the ICAO uh, deadline because what was suggested to me is that if there are orders in place or options in place when the uh, deadline occurs, those airplanes could go forward. Now, who would Boeing get orders from? Well, obviously you got FedEx and, and UPS and other carriers, but you could also put the orders into a leasing company 
and Boeing Capital Corp is a leasing company. So <laughs> is this is this an end run around uh, the ICAO standards? Interesting if, if I can check that out. Uh, and and uh, I don't know if that's uh, accurate or not, but I know the source and I know its context and I tend to give it great weight. So yeah, this question, is more... Yeah, this is more your cup of tea than mine. So, yeah. <laughs> so the other question is, why doesn't Boeing create a freighter out of the 787? And uh, the barrel fuselage on that um, makes it rather difficult to do. Uh, and apparently, from my information in the market of people who are experts in freighters, creating a freighter out of the 787 would be a very difficult undertaking. So... Uh, Boeing has a real conundrum facing it in the freighter market right now. Yeah, it's it's rather unfortunate that they are tubular freighters, the seven six seven and triple seven F, is uh, are both coming up, you know, for for stop of production, you know, basically a mission uh, doom, doomsday, and uh, and that they actually have to go for something new. But at, at least that brings Boeing out of their, uh, uh, you know not doing anything, just sitting there and 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 feeling sorry for itself. So it it should be. Quite, quite frankly, I think it's good for Boeing. I think it's for good for Boeing engineering, but for Boeing forward working and citing that they actually have to do something. They, if the market have to force it to actually get going on developing something new, well, that's a good thing. And then the interesting thing is what would be the impact on the next new Boeing airplane in the middle of the market or to replace the MAX uh, if, if they're forced into doing something more on the 777X level. Uh, this is uh, an extremely interesting chess game that's going on right yes. now. And unfortunately for Boeing, Airbus has uh, got more moves and more pieces on the chessboard than Boeing does these days. Let's hope for a, for a ketchup flask uh, effect here, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, actually get... We have uh, less than two minutes and I'll end it on, on this. And that's to say that in the passenger freighter conversions, Airbus airplanes are now beginning to pick up some steam. A330 uh, COs, uh, the 200 models, are beginning to have more conversions than they've had in the past. And even the A321 is now starting to pick up. So uh, even the dominance that Boeing has had in the P2F market is now beginning to come under attack there. So now you have it under attack in the, uh, in the new uh, build air freighter market. And now Airbus airplanes are just starting to come up in the uh, P2F market. Yeah, let's let's hope for a better uh, better future for the 350 freighter than the 330 freighter that they made uh, because that could never come in and encroach on the American markets. Boeing plugged that with the 767 earlier, so. Right, and with that, uh, we're out of time. Giron, thanks for uh, joining us on ten minutes about the. Any any time. <laughs>